0: Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast. It is 1.18 in the morning on Sunday, the 1st of September in my hotel room at the Intercontinental Hotel, which is adjacent to the O2 Arena, where I've just witnessed a really compelling and kind of awe-inspiring sports performance by Vasily Lomachenko, who added the WBC lightweight world title to his WBO and WBA title's already in existence, three-weight world champion, double Olympic champion has beaten Luke Campbell by unanimous decision and really kind of just wanted to to mark it with a little report on here on the audio blog, working tonight for Matchroom on their world feed, the promotions behind the fight and working alongside lots of Sky Sports colleagues, just spent some time with them post-match, just uh, kind of, I guess, digesting, reflecting upon what was a real for me display of mastery high level of skill and when people talk about nature nurture people will identify Vasily Lomachenko's footwork his agility and almost put that back put that down to and almost excuse our own inadequacies by saying that's a a God-given talent if you will if you're an atheist a, a natural born talent but the reality is that he's been in the boxing gym since four years of age he's boxed 27 years now at 31 everything there was in the amateur game to win 397 amateur bouts won 396 and tonight just to be there and to witness Luke Campbell's bravery of distinguished pedigreed boxer in his own right he won of course an Olympic gold in London 2012 in a different weight category to Lomachenko obviously as Loma got his second Olympic gold in uh, the London games seven years ago but Campbell was brave forthright, skilled in his variety and array of, of boxing shots as well and his mental resilience in the, in the face of Lomachenko's agility, fainting, kind of unpredictability, intense concentration from Campbell who was in trouble for times in the fight, rode it out through a bit of gamesmanship potentially sometimes and just pure adversity and resilience. But Lomachenko to be there in a kind of almost reverential, hushed, atmosphere in the O2 was a real privilege, still pumping a bit of adrenaline now she had a beer post uh, kind of fight with some guys downstairs and Darren Barker included who was the analyst tonight who was a former world champion himself, just said it was a privilege to be there to to watch that kind of display the high level of display, the high level of focus and the atmosphere at times in between kind of moments of flurries of Campbell where he did seem to stun uh, at one point Lomachenko I believe in the sixth or seventh round and there was a kind of luke campbell cheers at that point and then different times to rally him but otherwise this was kind of sort of just hushed peace and and fixation you could tell that people were transfixed by what was happening in the ring a special occasion Vasily Lomachenko marches on then three belts at this uh, division the only lightweight belt not his belongs to Richard Comey the Ghanaian who we believe is going to fight the Brooklyn fighter uh, Tiafimo Lopez in December, potentially Lomachenko then to unify this division. Although Bob Arum, his uh, promoter, is full of enthusiasm for top rank. He's in his 80s here with his wife tonight over from the States and was just full of uh, passion and enthusiasm for Lomachenko and for Luke Campbell, who said was a wonderful fighter. But he was here to say he envisages Luke uh, Lomachenko not only trying to unify uh become undisputed champion in the lightweight division, but dropping back down to super feather featherweight, that fluidity, uh, and that skill set that's given him three weight world titles, perhaps, has hit a ceiling at lightweight. No suggestion from Bob Arum or Lomachenko himself. Indeed that he will step up to super lightweight, light welter for those people, but it was just an appreciation of pure skill tonight. Boxing can verge on primitive, primal Savagery, and I've always, as I say, respected in terms of the courage of of boxers, the, the sheer guts it takes to get into the ring in the face of that primal fear that you face, and that perhaps that's an ins- source of inspiration. But I think in Lomachenko's case, it's elevated to a source of inspiration for all of us, and we can incorporate in our daily jobs or hobbies or passions is that search for mastery, practice, all the things he does, which were illustrated, I think, quite crudely. Uh, by myself and other presenters at Sky Sports, tried to imitate some of his training routines, the juggling, uh, the catching four coins off his forearm, thrown up in the air, the footwork, the dancing, all the skill stuff, the balancing of blocks on his hand, the cards, games. There's an array of, of, of kind of, I guess, outside of the box training regimes that he goes through to lay the foundations and, and, and complete the synapses, the motor patterns for that incredible display of agility and footwork. When you watch his feet, it's quite frightening to see them so quick and so skilled at the way they find placement. It was a good night all round. Savannah Marshall in the women's boxing moved to 7-0 and and pretty resilient, skillful performance against Danielle Bastieri, an unknown Brazilian opponent. Savannah Marshall, she's been on some big nights as well. She made a debut against Conor McGregor in 2017 against Conor McGregor on the undercard of the Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather fight so she's been in some distinguished company and she was a, a pedigreed amateur beat Clarissa Shields the only person to have done so it will be interesting to see whether she gets that match upcoming at some point although she's 5 feet 11 and a half inches and tonight was a catchweight 12 stone 2 170 pounds so she's going to fight Shields who's the current champion the queen of the uh, of the middleweight division, she has to drop 10 pounds and she has said she'd do that and I think Shields might be moving down to super welter so it could be a tricky challenge but certainly she uh, remains undefeated and there's clinical performance tonight coached by Peter Fury who of course coached um, Huey Fury, his son, uh, ultimately to defeat against Alexander Povetkin who tomorrow now on Monday, September the 2nd, turns 40, former world champion, former Olympic super heavyweight champion in 2004 who looked pretty uh, vibrant and vital still, and defeated uh, Huey Fury unanimously on points. Just ha- surprising amount of gas second half of the fight. Plenty of aggression and positivity we seen from Povetkin. Usually tends to win his fights by knockout, a high knockout percentage, but the man who's only ever lost to Vladimir Klitschko, and then last September, Anthony Joshua, he got his uh, 35th professional victory, and I thought it was amazing, really ageless performance by him in lots of ways. thought he'd gas second half, not at all. Charlie Edwards, who hails not far from here, the Arena in Croydon, but has been training in Sheffield, and the tutelage of Grant Smith has lost, or we thought he'd lost his WBC flyweight title, but then it was ruled a no contest, WBC uh, Chief Maricio Suleiman, the Mexican was there to see his compatriot Julio Martinez, basically ruin it for himself because he'd knocked Charlie Edwards down to the ground, and then uh, in over-exuberance, aggression, passion uh, carried away in the moment, he... Administered a body shot to Edwards while Edwards was on the floor. Subsequently, Suleiman, the WBC's uh, chief president, said there will be a, a no contest and a rematch. And whether Edwards will take up that rematch or not remains to be seen because whilst the uncertainty reigned after the conclusion of the fight, before the rematch was announced and the fact it was no contest, he'd said he struggled to make weight. So we'll see whether he does go back in the ring with a real kind of aggressive uh, pugnacious sort of man demonstrating sheer willpower, Julio Martinez of Mexico City. Joshua Boazzi moved to 12-0 and tonight, 10th knockout victory. First man to stop Ryan Ford of Canada, who's an intimidating-looking character. He's uh, covered in tattoos, got a big beard, shaved head, uh, was a mixed martial artist until 2010 and turned over to professional boxing in his 30s. He's now 37 and... Um, it was resilient and actually gave Powatsey a few problems. Actually, pushed Boatsey back at times, but Boatse became the first man to stop him. He'd previously been in with people like Fedor Chudinov. Again a hint of whiffer controversy. He talked about a low body shot being in, involved in a stoppage, but uh, we'll see. He wanted a rematch. We'll see if he comes back to these shores. Brave brave man, Ryan Ford. Joe Cordina retained his British and Commonwealth lightweight titles against his former Welsh amateur teammate Gavin Gwynne, who Pretty resilient in that fight. Cordina moved to 10-0, and 0, but didn't get his eighth knockout. And uh, Gwynn, arguably, Darren Barker, worked alongside, them, administered the, pi- the fight, uh, the punch of the fight, even. Excuse me, it is late. Uh, uppercut, um, but perhaps lacked just a little bit of zip and panache and speed in the in the exchanges to, to win the fight. But Cordina, who was a highly fancied amateur, just didn't fail to sparkle, didn't get a medal at the 2016 Olympics. But he retains his titles with Gwyn. in some senses... In terms of uh, perhaps a consensus perspective of him has uh, risen in ranks more than his uh, fellow South Welshman Cordina and uh, that's pretty much it. Good night and as I say, just a pleasure to, to witness mastery and get inspired by the principle that if you dedicate yourself to something if you put the repetitions in, be it boxing, be it broadcasting. I'm still learning trying to get better. I think this is what. This podcast hopefully brings to light is is that hard work and putting time in. We've got two commodities haven't we, in life: time and energy. And if you put time in and put energy into it, I think you will develop and you will rise above the norm. And Vasily Lomachenko has certainly done that. He moves to fourteen and one. Who can believe he still lost one professional fight? Unbelievable. Lost one amateur fight, which he avenged on a couple of occasions to that opponent. But Orlando Salido, he'll go down in history when he's that rare man to to get a a victory over Lomachenko in the professional ranks, you would imagine. But credit to Luke Campbell. Anyway, guys, let me know if you you enjoy these solo podcasts. Hoping to get out next week and interview a few people. Again, I get your thoughts. But if you enjoy these, do let me know. Ed Draper 81 on Twitter, a sports broadcaster in the UK. Ed underscore, Ed, yeah, I think it's Ed underscore Draper 81 on Instagram. And I have a Facebook page. And LinkedIn, all that jazz. But, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. appreciate hitting the button. If you can rate it on iTunes, it would be a huge boon as well. I'm looking to really harness some sort of energy and positivity around the podcast. I do get people coming up to me who've listened to interviews, particularly with local Cheltenham town players and the manager, Michael Duff. They suffered a 1-0 loss yesterday afternoon, Saturday, away at Crawley, which sounds pretty heartbreaking I think it was in the 91st second minute. But uh, I appreciate people coming up to me in Cheltenham, my hometown, about those interviews and anything else. Any feedback, I do welcome it. Would like to look maybe in the next year or so getting a sponsor, building it potentially around the West Country where I live and obviously adding these boxing guys who I admire for their, you know, courage and other aspects, but basing it around my hometown. And I think just trying to glean what we can from life and sport and trying to get better, progress. And I think sportsmen and women can uh, illustrate ways for us to incorporate progression into our own lives but anyway appreciate your company guys cheers take it easy